Today's show is brought to you by Lightning Pod. If you have a podcast, you know that it's a lot of work. But Lightning Pod can help. We've been working with their founder, Eric Johnson, for more than a year now, and he's really helped us take the Smart Home Show to the next level. So if you're starting a new podcast or you want to make your existing podcast better, you should get in touch with Eric. Learn more at lightningpod.fm. Welcome to the Smart Home Show, the Smart Home Weekly Wrap-Up. For the week ending, October 18, 2004, Bluetooth Smart Home has a big week. August starts shipping. Danox is coming next week. Ort has its big coming out party in New York City. Cambridge Silicon Radio gets acquired by Qualcomm. This and more in this edition of the Smart Home Weekly from the Smart Home Show. Hey everyone, welcome to the Smart Home Show. My name is Mike Wolf. Thanks for listening. Before we get started, I have a fun promotion I want to announce. I thought it'd be kind of cool, a cool thing to do to give back to the audience a little bit. So I thought, hey, wouldn't it be cool to do a giveaway of Smart Home gear to my listeners? So I started asking a couple companies if they wanted to participate, and they were excited to. The first company participating is Ort. Yes, the company I talked to last week, Radek Tadejewski. Man, I still can't get his name right. Uh, they're a startup out of Poland. Uh, that's a Polish last name, which I am having problems with, obviously. They started shipping their product. They had a big party uh, in the Big Apple this week to announce the shipments of their Bluetooth-centric smart home. And I asked, I said, hey, Roddick, would you uh, mind giving away a system? And he says, sure. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to give one away to a, a listener of the smart home show. Here's what you do to enter. All you have to do is give an honest review on iTunes or Stitcher of the show. It doesn't have to be glowing, although we like those. It just has to be honest. If you don't like the theme music for the Smart Home Show, which kind of seems to go both ways, people love it or hate it, let us know. But let us know about, about the show. What you, you know, what, what you think. If you love it, great. I, I assume if you're listening to it all the time, you probably don't hate it. I'm just uh, assuming that. So you, you give us a review, and because I don't necessarily see those, we don't identify people's reviews with their emails or with their information, just take a screenshot and send it to the smart home show at gmail.com. Again, the smart home show at gmail.com. Take a screenshot of your review on Stitcher iTunes and send it to me. And from that, I will pick a winner. And once, once you enter, here's the thing uh, you've entered all future giveaways. We give away more products and we will because you can't review a show more than once. Let's be honest. And I wouldn't want you to, that'd be kind of unfair. So again, if you don't use if you don't use iTunes, try Stitcher. Uh, if you use another service for podcasts that has a review system that I don't know about, uh, I'm fine with that as well. Just take a screenshot of your published review and email it to the Smart Home Show at gmail.com. That's it. And now for this week's news, we well, you know it's been another uh, week in Smart Home that's wrapped up, and this week was interesting in as much as for what wasn't news as what was, and what I'm talking about there, what wasn't news, what didn't happen was a new Apple TV. Apple had their big event yesterday, October 16th. I'm recording this on a Friday. And no new Apple TV. And I was a little bit bummed. I, was, I mean, honestly, you know, all the rumors about a HomeKit coming into Apple TV in terms of an upgrade on the software side, I thought maybe they were ramping up for a new Apple TV, particularly because they teased this event saying it's been a long time. And what that ultimately meant, I think, was they did upgrade the Mac Mini, which I'm happy about because it's been a couple years. I've been meaning to uh, – we have a Mac Mini here. I've been meaning to upgrade that. Though, can I complain a little bit? Apple, when it's time to move beyond 4 gigabytes of RAM. The, the low-end Apple uh, Mac Mini has only 4 gigabytes of RAM. Every time I buy an Apple product, what I generally do is go and upgrade the memory with cheap RAM. 
And I know they like to get the expensive RAM sold uh, by the geniuses at the genius genius bar and Apple stores. They like to ask people to pay premium and upgrade there. But come on, it's time to upgrade that. Uh, they didn't announce a new Apple TV. I was a little disappointed. I complained about it on Twitter, and someone suggested that maybe that they will have a, a HomeKit and Apple TV announcement and event in early 2015. I said, maybe, but if they want people to start really beating the drum for HomeKit at CES, because they have a lot of partners in this. It's not just them. HomeKit is an ecosystem. I think they have to do something before CES. So that means this year. So we'll see what happens. So Apple didn't have a big week in Smart Home, but Bluetooth did. I wrote a piece over at uh, Forbes about this, about the Bluetooth Smart Home becoming a big thing. And there were three pieces of news, like I said, that happened this week. The first was August Smart Lock started shipping. And, you know, it's been uh, a, a year or so where the anticipation has been building. There's been a lot of excitement about this lock. You know, one of the reasons is Eve Bahar. I, th- I think that's how you pronounce it. Y-B-E-S, Eve Bahar. I never, it's one of those names you read, but you don't see, hear pronounced as much. A, a well-known designer was a co-designer of this product. And, and so the August Smart Lock had, you know, kind of a sexy... Uh, or around it from the get-go with the Bahar as well as it's it also got 60,000 pre-orders which wowed a little bit of a shine to a product so there's been a lot of anticipation for the SmartWalk and this week they finally started shipping and you know it's the first real Bluetooth SmartWalk that is an overlay SmartWalk that I know that's in the market it basically overlays on existing lock mechanisms you can use existing dead, deadbolt the Kibo smart lock based on the UniKey technology was actually the first bluetooth smart lock out there but they're a full replacement smart lock in terms of they replace the actual deadbolt mechanism so I think it's interesting that smart that August is uh, out there um, they aren't the only ones though also shipping next week is a smart lock called Dana lock which is a similar type of idea in that it's an overlay smart lock work with your existing lock and it's from a company called Polycontrol, a Danish company called Polycontrol, and that's shipping October 21st. And so they're shipping through Amazon. They'll also be available through brick and mortar at Best Buy soon to follow. And so within one month, October, we're having two interesting Bluetooth smartwalks coming to market. As I said in the write-up for this uh, for this weekly, I said, you know, I think Bluetooth smartwalks are really going to be one of the most popular smart home point products in coming years. And because there's fairly obvious value about this, like thermostats and connected cameras, they're easy to understand. You use your smartphone as a key, but also because they represent a huge advantage over traditional locks and that you can send someone an electronic key or monitor who's going in and out of your house. So basically that's it. They're easy to understand. They're pretty affordable. I think the Dana lock is going for 179 for Bluetooth and Z-Wave in one lock. And everyone needs locks. I mean, let's face it. Most people... I would say almost everyone, unless you're, unless you're living in a shack uh, or out in uh, you know the woods, you probably have a walk in your house. And this is one of the reasons I think the smart market is actually going to be fairly big. So definitely going to be a big and interesting market. And this week was big for Bluetooth smart walks in particular. The second piece in news on the Bluetooth smart home front was Ort, the guys who I'm giving away a product for, you know, and I talked to uh, last week. Actually, they're coming out part. I mentioned this at the top of the show. Ward had their coming out party. They went to the Big Apple. And they put out a press release. They announced the lineup that is shipping, which includes a number of devices. They have a smart home hub, which is the heart of the, the system. Uh, they have a smart finder, which is their beacon. that lets, uh, lets you find lost items like smartphones. They have their smart socket, which is a wall plug. They have a smart lamp, which is a smart LED light bulb based on their system with Bluetooth in it. 
And they also announced a developer kit, which is cool. I think it's always important for folks trying to build a, a, a line of products that they want to kind of have an ecosystem around. You obviously have to have a developer kit, and they've done that. And I, again, this is what they're why they're interesting. They're the first complete whole home smart home system from a DIY perspective that I know of that has Bluetooth in it. I mean, there's obviously Bluetooth uh, light bulbs out there. There are other Bluetooth devices in the home. Um, there's certainly been announcements of things like the two gig third generation uh, smart home console that it's going to have Bluetooth. But this one's built entirely around Bluetooth. It has mesh technology. It's proprietary mesh because, you know, Bluetooth itself, the standard hasn't moved to mesh. But this has it in there, so I think this is going to be a really interesting one to watch. And you can be one of the first to actually try it out. So remember that. Remember my first talk at the beginning of the show, and that's something you can try out. The third piece of news on the Bluetooth front was Qualcomm buys Cambridge Silicon Radio, or CSR. That was actually something I just, I, for somehow I missed. I think it came out earlier in the week. And then uh, Stacey Higginbotham's write-up in, about this in Gigome came across on my feed and I saw that they had bought in them and I was surprised, but also kind of thought, well, this makes a lot of sense because first Qualcomm actually buys a lot of companies. They're big. I mean, they're the company. If you look at the wireless technology front in terms of radios, I mean, there's probably no company more associated with the wireless silicon than Qualcomm. And they've been very acquisitive, particularly uh, in the smart home connected home over the past couple of years, they bought a Theros, which had a, a pretty good lineup of Wi-Fi and MIMO centric chipsets Atheros had actually before that bought a company called Intelon. So Intelon, which does HomePlug, was brought into Qualcomm. And earlier this year, they bought Velocity, which is a company behind the 60 gigahertz or a company doing 60 gigahertz chips for the, that ultra-high-speed uh, networking technology. And now they bought Cambridge Silicon Radio. It doesn't surprise me. If you look at uh, what's going on within the Bluetooth front from a silicon perspective, I, I would say CSR probably is the most interesting company to me. As a guy who's looking primarily through the lens of the smart home, through the lens of Internet of Things, partly because they have their own proprietary mesh technology that they've been really talking about, that they've been pushing. And so I think this acquisition could be really interesting uh, over the next few years. Qualcomm obviously uh, continues to build their portfolio. They're the company that uh, off spun off the All Join All Scene uh, Alliance. That was technology that came out of Qualcomm. Uh, they're obviously very interested in the Internet of Things, and now they've bought a key technology provider, key silicon provider, doing some really interesting things in Bluetooth. So we'll see what happens with that. And so that's really kind of the high stories that I saw. But there's a couple other small items that I just want to mention that I think are interesting. There's a company called BMO, which just launched a Kickstarter campaign. And here's the interesting thing about BMO. They're trying to take your old smartphone, that one that you just, you know, you're leaving behind that iPhone 4 as you go to that iPhone 6, uh, I'm assuming you're skipping a generation. I don't know why. But you're going on. You're leaving that old smartphone behind. Maybe it's an Android. And uh, you're going to give that to your kids to play video games. Or you're going you're gonna to sell it for 100 bucks at the Apple Store or at AT&T. Uh, and you probably shouldn't do that because you get a lot more online. But what you can do with it instead of selling it for cheap or throwing it away or giving it to your kid for another screen for them to have, you can actually make it a smart home thermostat. And that's what BMO's doing. They're running a Kickstarter saying, hey, we have the software. We'll give you a little bit of hardware to kind of add to this thing, to bolt it to the wall and make a connected smart home thermostat. When I first saw this, I thought, hey, that makes sense. I mean, the smartphone is a powerful device, has lots of sensors in it, uh, has Bluetooth, has Wi-Fi, um, has a pretty good processing power. 
and that's a pretty open software framework if it's iOS or Android or some other device. And so it makes sense that you could make this do something else besides just be a mobile device you talk on and, and, and do other stuff with. So I thought that's interesting. We'll see how, it, how they do. As of right now, with 30 days to go, they have about $5,000 raised of their 50000 goal, $50,000 goal. So, you know, I don't know if they're going to make it. It's hard to tell. I think you need a fast pop out of the gate. I don't know when they want this. I think it was this week. So they, they have lots of time. Or not lots of time. They have 30 days. We'll see how they do. Uh, but I think it's an interesting approach. I mean, obviously, re, re, reusing something, recycling something makes a lot of sense. The only downside I see to this is, quite honestly, it's kind of weird maybe to see a smartphone glued onto the wall or stuck to the wall. I mean, if you came from the past and you didn't ever see a smart, a modern smartphone, you might think, this is a really cool wall-mounted display. But all of us who see smartphones every day say, hey, we'll, we'll walk through someone's house, we'll say, hey, that's a smartphone glued to the wall. And maybe there's some eco-savvy coolness factor that you can get from doing that, kind of recycling a smartphone, maybe. Uh, we'll see. So we'll see how they do. Home automation uh, from a smartphone, uh, reusing smartphones. We'll see how they do. Is it BMO? I'll, I'll have links to their Kickstarter in the Smart Home Weekly, which you can access. And actually, I have a website, or rather a URL. Go to smarthomeweekly.net. It'll take you directly to the Smart Home Weekly write-up. Again, smarthomeweekly.net, not .com. Uh, the .com was taken, whoever took that. Congrats to you. But go to smarthomeweekly.net and uh, you'll find um, my newsletter with the links to this and other things as well. The last piece of startup news this week that I thought was interesting was the Ubi, a voice controller, con- voice control computer from a company called Unified Computer Intelligence Corporation, launched this week for public availability. It's an interesting device. Basically, it's a little computer that does voice recognition and voice control of things in your house allows you to access information from the web you could basically do emails you could do sms's you could you can access web information they also plan to integrate with common smart home platforms like the nest like smart things and belkin's wemo which i think is interesting now obviously a lot of the smart home platforms from the big guys are going to have voice control and integrate things like siri on the apple side You'll see Google integrate with voice control, but I actually think it makes sense to have a standalone voice control device for your smart home that's separate, that's not integrated, because if you want to have a lot of different devices uh, in the house uh, that isn't necessarily centered around a particular ecosystem like Google or Nest, it might make a lot of sense to have a standalone device. Also, I think it's the classic information appliance versus the Swiss Army knife approach, right? If you have one thing that does something really well, Versus another thing that is a Swiss Army knife, which is like an S thermostat that does a lot of the different things. You may have a much better performance out of that thing that does one thing really well. Now, obviously, we're in the age of integration, put, packing lots of features into a device. But but this Ubi seems kind of interesting. They have an interesting video on their website, which you can access uh, through the Smart Home Weekly. Um, I have a link to it from, from the newsletter. But you can check it out. I think it actually looks like a pretty cool device. It's available, I think, for two ninety nine. It's going to be available for $299, and uh, it's, it's something to watch. Well, again, we'll see. I think there'll be challenge over time from the other folks jumping into voice control of the smart home. But, again, I think a standalone device makes sense. Well, that's it for this week's Smart Home Weekly for the week ending October 18th. Once again, everyone, I encourage you to enter the Smart Home giveaway that we're doing, the Ord system. I think it's going to be a, a cool one to try out. All you have to do, again, give us a review, take a screenshot, send it to the thesmarthomeshow at gmail.com. 
Once again, everyone, thanks for listening to The Smart Home Show. You can access The Smart Home Show at technology.fm or find us in iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or your usual podcast spaces. Next week's guest for The Smart Home Show is Dwayne Paulson, who runs the Linear product line for Nortec. Linear, if you don't know, they're the company behind the, the very, very popular Smart Home Control touchscreen 2 gig. And so we'll be talking, talking to him about that as well as other stuff as well. So stay tuned for that, and we'll talk to you next week.